Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas Podcast, where Gowri Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day, everyone. Our guest today is Claire Brimble, manager and technical writer at Jude Solutions. Welcome, Claire to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing really well. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you for joining too, Claire. So let's get started now. Um, I would like to just have a quick, a little bit more introduction about yourself. Uh, how did you get into documentation initially? And just tell us a little bit more about your role in Dude Solutions, please. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I started at uh, Dude Solutions almost six years ago, but I started on our support team. Um, and I uh, spent a couple years on support and uh, gradually started helping the documentation team with projects here and there and just absolutely loved it. I really loved um, the impact going from a one-to-one interaction to a one-to helping thousands at a time interaction by by writing documentation. I really loved it. So as soon as there was an opening, I jumped and uh, have been working on that team for maybe a year and a half, close to two years. And then there was an opportunity for a manager role. So I moved into the uh, manager of technical writing role. Um, And I've been doing that now for maybe about a year and a half. Fantastic. So that's really nice to hear, Claire. So um, as a manager, technical writer manager, what is your documentation process at Dude Solutions and uh, which teams do you normally get involved in such processes? That's a great question. Um, We are lucky enough to collaborate with a lot of people, but I would say our closest relationship, obviously, is product and engineering. We talk Mm -hmm. to the product managers pretty much every day. Um, Second would probably be support. Um, We kind of think of our client as our number one priority and support as number two. Uh, We want to try to keep as many calls, um, you know, away from them if we can, uh, Mm -hmm. just to make them more available. So our our process is we obviously, we prioritize new feature releases. And then we also have some backlog requests. Someone might put in a request to Salesforce saying, hey, guys, can you update this page or add this use case, whatever it may be. Um, But we get information from the product manager about the feature coming up, get access to an engineering account um, and start writing up writing up that release. And then when we know when it's going to go live, we schedule the deployment to go live on the help side at the same time. Fantastic. So with such a request coming from different uh, customers, backlogs, and of course, from your own um, product release roadmap, how do you manage and prioritize your documentation workflow? That is something we have had to learn uh, to do pretty well because we have... Uh, I believe it is now 34 separate product TOCs on our help site. Um, Six of them we probably spend the most time in. Um, And we have uh, a relatively small team. So we have to learn prioritizing uh, pretty pretty tight. And what we use is actually Jira, the same system that our engineering and product teams use. Um, We have a Kanban board and an actual backlog that we have meetings to prioritize and say, okay, uh, for example, I'll look at the data. How many clients do we have in this product versus this product? You know, is this new content that's needed that they have nothing for? Or is there something and it could just be made better? And those those decisions... um, help me kind of shape, all right, this is what needs to come first. This is what needs to come second. If we get time, we'll add this one into. We have monthly planning meetings to determine what work we're going to do that month. 
Fantastic. So that's about your product uh, uh, or uh, documentation workflow prioritization, right? So when it comes to the actual documentation creation, what are your important factors uh, that you put forward uh, while creating the documents? So when creating the the new doc- documentation, we think about um, what what will be their primary questions? It's really easy to get stuck as a, especially in my opinion, as a technical writer, you want to answer every question right away. You want to, you know, make sure you, you help every client who might ever have a question. And you really have to start off with what are the basic technical functions that I know this person might need guidance on. Um, and I personally believe in the power of iteration. So get that first, um, that first draft out there, you know, make sure you have screenshots to anchor them, make sure that they know where in the product they should be, mm-hmm. make sure you have, you've created it so that it's easy for them to skim because people skim more than they read. Yeah. So make sure you're making use of those H2s, H3s, you know, bulleted lists, get their attention where you want it to be. Um, get out that first draft and then see where the calls are coming in. You know, if, if they're having trouble with another feature, then you can spruce up that section or you can add a little bit more information to that section. Fantastic. So I would like to just ask you this question uh, because it kind of relates to what we are talking now. So what techniques and tools have you used to improve uh, or help improve the customer? client's experience. Uh, You did mention uh, using the right headers and with the right screenshot. So uh, any other tips you can share with our audience today? Yeah. So uh, something else we we try to make sure we do, it's small, but I think it's powerful. We bold any action words. Um, So for example, if I'm saying, here's the name of a button you need to click on, we bold the name of the button. Anything that they have to take action on versus it just being informational, we bold whatever that action is. Mm -hmm. Um, We also include something we call the dude says. Um, (laughs) It's it's a style we add to our help site. It's a blue box that has our our dude logo. Uh, Basically, that's us alerting them, hey, here's a useful piece of information. Don't skip this. You know, maybe it's a best practice or it's a, a recommendation about how to do something to get a certain outcome. Um, anything like that, that breaks up, you don't want this giant page of text because they're just going to not find what they need. Uh, we also do create videos. Uh, we don't do videos for everything because it, it's a lot more labor intensive, but things that are just complex, things that are a little bit harder to grasp in writing, uh, we'll create a video for and include that on the same page as the documentation. Yeah, I, I completely accept with you on the video part because some features are easier to explain with a short uh, two to three minutes video than writing yep. a lengthier uh, documentation. That's absolutely, absolutely spot on, Claire. Super. So you did mention about um, reducing the number of uh, support cases, if possible, uh, with good documentation. So have you seen any kind of reduction in your workload since introducing uh, such quality documentations? Yeah, we've um, something we track really closely to try to keep an eye on this. Um, Obviously, we track support volume, um, but I also have a feedback mechanism on our help site that asks, um, was this helpful? Um, And what that helps us see is more directly, did a client say, hey, I I was helped by this piece of information? And there's a presumption there, obviously, that if we can help you, you may not need to call in. Um, And that number has grown year over year, which is exciting. This past Mm -hmm. year, it was uh, in 2020, it was 74%, which for us means there were about 11,000 instances 
instances of someone saying, hey, I was helped by this page or this video or whatever it may have been. That's um, a very nice uh, analytics metrics. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's so rewarding to see. And obviously, we want to grow that number so that fewer and fewer people need to call support, you know, unless they just want to. Yeah, super. Fantastic. So uh, how do you report on your documentation and uh, who do you report to? Yeah, so there are um, metrics that I look at in JIRA um, as well as Google Analytics. I use a lot of Google Analytics information. In JIRA, we're really looking at more of our workflow. So, um, you know, how many releases did we write for this product in this quarter and how is that trending? Um, you know, that kind of thing. That's uh, useful for workload planning. When it comes to the outcome or the results on our help site, Google Analytics is where I live. <laughs> I spend mm-hmm. a lot of time there. Uh, we look at page views, uh, users compared to new users. And um, like I said, that feedback mechanism, all of that is in there. And that's really helpful because um, if they say, no, it wasn't helpful, they have the opportunity to give one of three answers or they can give more than one, but something like, did it not work or was it confusing? And then I can map that to the pages that got that response. So that helps me understand, hey, maybe we need to touch back on this page and see what needs to be improved. Fantastic, fantastic. So I think one thing I'm uh, curious to learn is, uh, which is again relating to this question is, how big is your uh, documentation team um, uh, currently? How, how, how big is your team? Yeah. Yeah, so um, the technical writing team, uh, we are a small and mighty group of there are three of us. I have two mm-hmm. technical writers who are wonderful, are very passionate, very talented. We are on a larger team of content and training. Um, and so we have three other uh, instructional designers, but they focus more on LMS content creation, virtual classroom training curriculum like that. Okay. So help site team is just three of us. Okay, fantastic. That's good to know. And um, you did mention about uh, customers coming and referring to your documentation rather than going to the support. So does that mean that uh, you've got all your documentation publicly available and there's no need for somebody to log in or is it uh, customers only uh, documentation? Uh, that's correct. Right now we do. It's it's just help.dudesolutions.com um, and anyone can navigate there and read through it. Oh, fantastic. So I think in that case, uh, do you um, are you aware of any uh, organic search traffic being generated from your knowledge base? Yeah, definitely. Um, in 2020, it was, I think, 23% of our traffic was from organic search. Oh, fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Great. Uh, super, Claire. So uh, did I miss to ask anything to you? Do you want to share anything with us before we move to the rapid fire round? Oh, um, I think we've probably covered everything that I that I was hoping to. My number one topic I love to talk about is how to prioritize. And you asked that right off the bat. So I think, <laughs> I think I'm okay. Fantastic. So uh, you did mention about how you got into documentation. But uh, what I'm curious to learn is, who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? Oh, gosh. Um, there would have to be really two people. Um, one about specifically really technical writing. Um, she's a friend who started as a mentor. She's one of the people who launched the help site. And she was patient enough to teach me every, all the nitty gritty about styles and language and what we call the dude voice um, mm-hmm. and how to how to edit video, which is not always an easy thing to learn. She's very creative and, and taught me everything I know. Um, and then from the other side of it, the using data, prioritizing, you know, making sure you're working on the right thing, that would have to be my my current manager who I've worked with now for 
probably close to four years. Um, and he's taught me a lot about all of those things. Fantastic. That's great. So thank you both of you for uh, all your uh, assistance towards Claire. Um, so in terms of uh, updating your skill set, can you share a documentation related resource you have consumed recently so our audience can go and refer to it as well? Yeah, um, to pop in my head, actually, recently I've been uh, on the I'd Rather Be Writing blog. Uh, mm -hmm. Tom Johnson, I think, oh, is the author. Yeah. I, I, I really like that. Um, found an article that caught my eye about how to have a how to avoid having a bad review. Um, mm -hmm. And that's something I'm wanting to improve on. So caught my eye. Another thing is LinkedIn Learning. Um, LinkedIn Learning is is great. They have a ton of resources there and they do have some technical writing courses that I've been spending time in. Fantastic. So LinkedIn and Tom's, I would rather be writing. Super. So I think uh, we are to the last question, but that's, this is a wonderful question uh, that I would like to ask to every single guest and get their thoughts. So what is that one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20 year old self? Oh, um, I think I would say use your data and make sure you have a feedback loop. Um, you know, it, it kind of like I mentioned earlier, it's easy to feel like you have to do everything and please everyone and get every question answered. Um, but make sure that you have a feedback loop so that you can iterate on your documentation when it first launches. There's not necessarily everything you're going to be able to write um, that you could eventually. You may not know all the best practices. You may not know all the best advice to give. But make sure you have a feedback system so that your clients and your partners in the business can tell you, hey, here's what we're learning. Um, and then you have an opportunity to go back and make that content even richer and more helpful. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I'll just ask one more question related to this then. You did mention that your documentation has a provision to say whether this article was helpful or not. So apart from that feedback, do you collect feedback in any other form from your current customers to help with uh, your operations? Yeah, so a couple things. Uh, they actually have the ability to send in an email from that same feedback form. Um, mm -hmm. And that goes to us and to support just so we, we know kind of what we're hearing, but also that they they get a, a direct connection to someone who can help answer a question. Um, but uh, also I'm working on surveys. Uh, so there's a survey that I would love to launch on our help site and potentially even in product to connect directly with clients and say, you know, would you mind letting us know what's working for you, what's not working for you, um, just to give them opportunity to, you know, let us know how we can improve. True. Fantastic. So I know a lot of them, they like the survey type because it's quick, short questions. Exactly. Most of the times it's multiple question, uh, option questions, right? Yeah. <laughs> Super. So I think um, it's been a, a pleasure connecting with you, Claire, and uh, sharing your experience with us has definitely um, made us to think um, more on prioritizing and uh, how do we improve the documentation by getting feedback from the existing customers. So before we say bye to our audiences, would you like to add anything more uh, in this session today? Um, I guess the only other thing that I would offer as advice if anyone isn't currently doing it is make sure you have a, a proactive prioritization system. I strongly recommend something like JIRA or Trello if you don't have access to JIRA um, and have those, those frequent meetings with support, you know, hear from your clients and make sure you revisit uh, the things that maybe you you put out a month ago or six months ago um, and make it easy for yourself to keep track of things that uh, need some extra attention. 
Fantastic. So thank you once again. I think that's another uh, great piece of advice or suggestion you've made now. Um, I wish you all the best in your future uh, projects and uh, keep good keep up your good work and uh, and your documentation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Claire. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.